You are about to listen to the S. Anthony Says Podcast, starring S. Anthony Thomas. <laughs> you lucky bastards. All right, this is S. Anthony. Glad you came back. Ready for the next one? All right, here we go. Go! Hello, hello, you sick bastards. That's right, it's me again, your Coco homie, S. Anthony, also known as S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast, also known as S. Anthony Says. You know what I want to talk to you about <laughs> today? I was, I was in a different city. I was, I was watching the news, and it, this will show you how we pick and choose what to care about. And, uh, and, and by the way, I'm, yes, I'm outside in a different location walking around with the recorder and headset strapped to me and no one seems to be paying okay now someone's paying attention and uh no one actually actually comes up and says anything to me they just kind of look at me and they kind of talk to each other and point then they shrug their shoulders and keep going yeah okay maybe the fact that i don't have any pants on and i have arrows pointing to myself going yeah take a look baby that might have something to do with them thinking this is weird okay i I, I have pants on (laughs) let's go back to the story uh, so I'm watching the news, and what happens is is that there was a in a really really, and I didn't know the I didn't know the town that well, but as it, as it turns out, it was a really low crime area, you know. So if something happens, any kind of crime happens there, it becomes a big deal, and you know they kind of blow it out of proportion. So as it turns out, something actually really bad happened. A person got their ass whooped, and and had their money taken in this particular town, where things like that just don't happen. You know, and it was a small town, and all of a sudden people, oh God, no, no, there's a crime wave. One guy got mugged. Oh, and the, the side of the world is going to explode. Oh God, no. You know, and the news anchors are flipping out. Oh God, oh, oh batten down the hatches. Hide your children. Someone was mugged. <laughs> I've lived in San Francisco, Los Angeles, New York, and LA. Getting mugged wouldn't even get you on the news in any one of those cities. No one pays attention to you getting mugged. I got carjacked in Philadelphia at gunpoint. That was not mentioned on the news. <laughs> okay? So it's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like auditioning for a play or a movie. Crimes have to audition to get on the news in major cities. Excuse me, um, hi, I'm... Um, I'm a pickpocket, sir. No, no. You're not big enough to get on this newscast. Who else we got? Hi, I'm a I'm teenage knife fight. Knife fight? <laughs> you realize this is 2014, not 1955, okay? Get out. Because those crimes don't even register on the scale. But there, oh, God. Oh, someone was mugged. Oh, his shirt was ruffled. <laughs> right? And and then everyone was flipping out. We were interviewing people on the street, man on the street interviews about one guy getting mugged. What do you feel about it? I feel that the world is coming to an end when good people in this area cannot even walk the streets and not have to worry about some ruffian coming in and just taking what you you work hard for your things. I think that this is disgusting. Okay, we should have the National Guard come in here right now and protect these citizens. What do you think? Let me, here's my grandson. Crime is bad. See? You're even affecting the children. Alright, so everybody thinks that this is a crime wave is coming. They find out maybe a day or two later that 
it wasn't a crime wave. That specific guy was being chased by another guy who he owed money, and the guy that was owed money basically slapped him around a little bit and took his money, took his money back and left. And then when that was on the news, it was almost, all of a sudden the whole town was like, oh, so basically we're really at no danger. It was just that specific guy. Oh, 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 I no longer give a shit. <laughs> and that's the truth. They just didn't give a shit. It's like, oh, because that's what happens. When you think there's a big crime wave in your city, and then you find out it has nothing to do, it's not the general public that's in trouble. It's just those particular people, that specific group. Nobody gives. That's why the mafia was so powerful. It's like, they're not going to do anything to me. I don't own a business. I don't owe them any money. Or they're shooting each other. Who gives a shit? It's the same thing in any, any tough neighborhood. Nobody gives a shit. Are you going to come to my area of the city and, really? So you're just going to stay where you are and shoot each other? Mm, the hell with you then. It's the truth. We're at a point in society now where we have we are just completely fatigued with tragedy, man. We are fatigued with crime. It happens so often, it's just too much, and we don't want to hear about it. I remember remember 9-11, the most recent, recent of the big tragedies, and hopefully one that, that will be the last for a long, long time. Um, and, and, and the Boston bombing was horrible, too, because I actually knew I have a lot of friends in Boston. But I'm going to talk about 9-11 in this particular occasion. And so... We're driving in the car, and at the time, I'm living in Philadelphia, okay? And so, it happens. I'm going from my, my apartment to go downtown to meet some friends. And between me walking to the car and heading downtown, it, it happens. I'm here listening to it on the radio, and I, I figured a plane crashed. And then the tragedy happens, and you all know what happened after that, if, if you're listening to this in the United States. And I'm sure, you know, my friends who are listening to me in Australia and Great Britain and, and, and Canada, you, you get it also. You've, you've heard the news. This, this, none, of, none of this is new to you either. So what happens is we're driving around, and, and listen, at this particular time, it's still in the middle of the, of, the, of the investigation. People are still trying to figure out what the hell happened. People are still trying to decide what exactly happened. Right, so we're all listening to the radio because we want to find out if more planes going to blow up or more buildings going to be knocked down, or will there be more attacks? Usually, these are Al Qaeda guys that do a series of attacks. It won't just be the planes; it'll be suicide vests. Will it be? Will they have guns? Will they walk in the malls? Will they, we're still trying to figure that out as, as a group, as a society. And we're driving in the car and we're listening to it, and this guy's significant other, his wife, goes, "Oh God, they're still talking about that. Turn that off." What? They're still talking about that? Turn it off? Really? You don't even know what the hell's going on. But the thing was, it was just too much for her. She couldn't handle it anymore. It has nothing to do with the fact that she was a lady. I had guy friends that couldn't handle it anymore. Oh, man, turn the channel, man. Shit, I can't listen to this shit anymore. It wasn't like they were being insensitive. It was just too much for them. They couldn't handle it anymore. We all get tragedy fatigue. We all get bad news fatigue. And because we get bad news fatigue and tragedy fatigue, a lot of times what happens is, man, we just overlook stuff and it just kind of goes in the white noise after a while. Don't think so? Don't you see commercials on TV for starving children all the time? You know they're there, but you don't watch them. You know, you see, you see, you hear the lady with the, I forgot what, I forgot what her name is. But she sings the songs for the animals that are abused. These are huge problems. More, more, more so the the, uh, the starving kids and the animals. But either way, 
both problems need to be stopped, right? You don't want animals getting tortured and being in puppy mills. And more importantly, yes, I said more importantly, you, you see kids starving to death and emaciated and getting shot and blown up and be, being turned into fucking soldiers. We see that all the time. You turn on the news, you see that. You turn on, you could turn on one of those old television programs that shows reruns of, of, of Gilligan's Island and Three's Company. And between those shows, you'll see a couple of commercials for something that slap chops and something that cleans your car. And you can buy it and, hey, there's, wait, there's more. You, the, all of that. And then right after that commercial, hi. Hi, society. These kids are still starving, you cheap bastards. Fuck your iPhones, okay? You can go with an iPhone 4. Delay having an iPhone 5 for two seconds, or delay having an iPhone 5C for a couple of months, you piece of shit, and send some of that money over here for these starving people. You know how you feel when you go to Starbucks and you have to wait in line and you can't get your double, triple, latte, maloco, moco, chico, mohuko, huku? Huh? Or when you're standing in the line at McDonald's and there's someone in front of you, and these jackasses can't figure out what they want at a McDonald's, which has been in the country for damn near 16 quadrillion years, and everybody knows what the fucking menu is, and your stomach is going, rawr, 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 because this jackass doesn't know whether or not they want the large fries or the small fries or what kind of shake they want. Well, imagine if that, that, that raw raw in your stomach lasted for, I don't know, a month. Hmm? And there was somebody else who could actually throw you a couple of bucks. Wouldn't you want to kick their ass? Wouldn't you want to kick society's ass? <laughs> and it's not that people don't care. People care, but after a while, you get tragedy fatigue. And that's the problem. Anytime you get too much of anything, even if it's something good, you don't want it anymore. You can't take it anymore. <laughs> right? And a lot of times when this is something good, the reason that it's so... Uh, so valuable, the reason we want the good things so much and is because it's manufactured, the, 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 the scarcity is manufactured. That's why diamonds cost so damn much. There's no shortage of diamonds. You're paying all this money. It's like when you see rappers paying a million dollars for, for a chain or you see some rich guy buying his wife this big diamond or some lady buying her husband a diamond watch or some crap like that and it costs a gazillion dollars for that. You know why? Because they made you believe the diamonds are valuable. And then they decided not to let as many go. There are places in the world where people wipe their ass with diamonds. Okay, not literally wipe their ass with diamonds because that would be quite uncomfortable. But you get the point. But because people don't let you get too many of them, because they're not overwhelming you with them, you only, there's only a few. You think they're more valuable. It's like with wine. Oh, I have a bottle of Rothschilds, double, triple, and the vintages. And, you know, every year we get together with our gold goblets. We have a goblet the size of a thimble. And we get together every year and we drink one sip of it. And then we do this and we smoke the Cuban cigars. I mean, no, we don't because this might be recorded. We don't have Cuban cigars because that's illegal. But uh, hold on, I have the cough. We have Cuban cigars. <laughs> now if Cuban cigars were legal people would still think they were great but they wouldn't be going crazy over them they go crazy over them because they're great apparently and you can't get them people go crazy over the wine why? because it's wonderful tasting wine but it's hard to get that's why it's a gazillion dollars a bottle 
What would happen if something, if somebody went into the forest somewhere and they started excavating and they found a massive treasure trove of vintage and then all of a sudden, instead of having the, there's only a hundred bottles worldwide, he found somebody back in the day just ganked a bunch of them and now there's 65,000 bottles down there, all exactly the same somehow preserved as well as the bottles that a really rich person has in their house. Now that $1,000 bottle, a $1 million bottle of Lafitte, is not so fucking valuable anymore. Why? Because there's too many of them. The scarcity is gone. You're not being overwhelmed with them. Now, doesn't cost, doesn't matter anymore. Some guy goes, would you like to come by and we have our little goblets and we're going to drink a sip of Lafitte? I said, nah, 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 I have some in my house. Really? Well, how many bottles do you have? How many bottles do I have? I washed my car with it because, quite frankly, it was cheaper than the water I was normally using. Does that tell you anything? In fact, I actually, in fact, I'm drinking some right now with this hot dog I'm having. In fact, my dog's drinking some of it. It's not that big of a deal anymore. It's a whole bunch of it now. <laughs> and that's what happens when you have when you deal with, you know, the fatigue. You don't you, you don't have wine fatigue because it would be too much wine. You don't have diamond fatigue because then it would be too much diamond, too many diamonds in the market. And now, as we see, it's human nature. When you have too much of something, it's not valuable anymore. You get tragedy fatigue. I mean, think about it. People always think that people get, when you get married, that it's, it's that marriage itself is the thing that messes everything up. No, you have that other person around me fatigue. Because when you were dating, all you ever saw was each other on, their be- on your best behavior. You know? You know what kind of shower you take before you go see your girlfriend or what kind of shower you take before you go see your boyfriend? You take that I might be getting laid shower where you are meticulously clean and smelling good and all of that. The same way you the way if you brush your teeth the way you always the way you brush your teeth right before you go to the dentist or if you worked out the same way you worked out the two weeks before you knew you had a doctor's appointment and he or she was going to weigh your fat ass. If you had, if your house was as clean as it is when you know companies coming over, I mean, come on, life would be a lot better. And we go back to the marriage. When you were born, when you were dating, you washed everything up. You had the good smell and breath. You were always on your good behavior. You didn't see each other all week. You know what I'm saying? So now you built up a couple of nice stories to tell each other. You started to miss each other. Oh man, I'm not gonna get to see her till next week because of her work schedule. <laughs> I've been there. I know what it's like when you, oh man, you know, if you only get to see each other once a week or twice a week, you know, what, what is it? What is it? It's good times and sex. That's what it is. But when you're living together or married, all of a sudden, her showers are like four minutes and so are yours. And you're going, whoa, 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 who did, did you miss your armpits or something? What the hell's going on? Get back in there. Right? Whoa, damn, girl. <laughs> I, you had onions. This is a new thing called the toothbrush. Damn, get in there. Yeah, I'm going to kiss you, but not now. Jesus. Right. Right? When she has a bad day at work, she can't, you know, go nuts and scream and cry and holler about it. And you can't go nuts and get mad and go hit the heavy bag by yourself and then get it all out of yourself. And then by the time you run into them, you're in a good mood again because you got it all out. Nope. You are around each other too much. 
you have each you have significant other fatigue. I had enough of you. Go someplace. Get away from me. But if there was scarcity, if they weren't around you all the time, if they only saw you once a week, and then when you saw them, you got it on. When you saw them, they had nice stories. When you saw them, it was fun. You were doing an activity. It's different. Fatigue. Anything too much fatigue. That's what happens. And that's what I was talking about. And that's what and it all came up and all it all stemmed from that's <laughs> it all stemmed from thinking about when it's when you have too much of something. You know, you have too much of something. And you know, you have too much crime in the city, like that that city I was talking about in the beginning. You have too much crime in the city, it overwhelms you. You ain't even thinking about crime anymore. It's like fuck it, everybody everybody gets mugged, who cares? You know, when you have too much of your significant other, it's like Oh God, here she comes. What's wrong now? <laughs> you know, that's just what happens. Too much of anything, too much even of a good thing is just too damn much. And definitely too much of a bad thing is too much. <laughs> you just can't take it anymore. Well, folks, that was the end of today's As Anthony Says podcast. I am your Coco homie, S. Anthony, also known as S. Anthony Thomas. This podcast, of course, is the S. Anthony Says podcast, also known as S. Anthony Says. The home base for this podcast is santhonysays.podbean.com. And if you want to check me out on other players, if you have other uh, podcasts you like, of course, just go do the RSS feed. Um, but I'm also on Stitcher. I'm on TuneIn Radio and, of course, iTunes. Um, I want to thank you guys very, very much for the, re the uh, regular increases in listenership and subscriptions. I really appreciate that. It means a lot to me. Thank you very much for you know all the all the all the cool stuff and the emails. I really appreciate that. Uh, finally, somebody sent me some nudity. Thank you. You know who you are, lady. And uh, thank you. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> Woo! I mean, that never happened. <laughs> no, no hot woman, no, no hot woman from Canada sent me any nudity. That, that would be wrong, because <laughs> the email address is uh, the yes Anthony says podcast at gmail dot com. So you know, <clears throat> for no reason. I mean, I, I would like your comments, and uh, if you have any interesting, funny stories, let me know that we that I could talk about. Uh, please feel free to send them, even though some of you sent some stuff that is kind of weird. That, you know, you probably don't want me talking about, so I'm not going to talk about that shit. <laughs> but I just want to say, more importantly than anything else, uh, thank you very much for listening. If you're on the social media anywhere, please make sure to share this show on your social media sites. Let everybody know about it. Recommend me to your friends. I really appreciate the ones that have already done it and appreciate the ones that are going to do it. Much love to you all. Much love to you all. S. Anthony out.